Rise and shine, new day has begun. Rise and shine. Good morning, pilgrims and travelers on a funny path of life. Well, a uh, little change of plan. I'm, uh, I'm just now uh, stepping out. But uh, the lady who picks up Ron just came to pick him up. They're going to the beach, actually. Welba, which is uh, the closest coastal town, which is a good-sized town. Don't know much about it. But anyhow, she's taking him, so more than likely why she came a little earlier. Anywho, so I'm still going to chat with you all a little bit, and then, then I'll go straight to running. I won't have to bring Ron back. So we'll see. What I end up doing, planning to more than likely do around, you know, 30, 35. So slowly working my way up. I'm thinking, you know, kind of lightly, it's in a back burner, but uh, we'll see what happens in Hamilena. But the idea of uh, doing a half marathon barefoot with nothing, no water, nothing. I mean, just, uh, yeah, I think it's definitely doable uh, with a nice steady pace good cardio that there will be no need for you know for like an hour under two I'm pretty sure it would be under two hours and uh, yeah I don't see why it would be less than that and uh, I, don't, I don't see the need for water when I would go when I go normally hiking like you know two to three hours or you know three hours or under there's no need of water me personally and of course, I'm not talking about crazy hot day and then doing crazy altitude gain. I'm not talking elevation, sorry, altitude. Uh, but uh, that's for that. Anywho, wow, this is, uh, <laughs> this is warm. My goodness, we had a cool morning yesterday, but wow, this one is, this is a bright sun. Almost wondering, am I going to get sunburned? Anywho. Anywho. So, 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 so. Where am I today? Well, a couple of things. One, yesterday was, uh, we got the strings, which I was so excited. I was going to restring the guitar. It's a different setup than the court that I had, the guitar, which has a little piece that kind of uh, keeps it nice and secure on one end. And this one doesn't, so you have to make knots. So, you know, get on YouTube, get a video, and it's pretty simple. So I was getting that done. I was so happy. There was a Adagio medium. Uh, I like those. And then the last one, which is the one that's missing in most of the sets of the strings, basically broke again. And I kind of, I mean, it's not very surprising because I kept spinning it, and it kept kind of stretching and then dropping. And that should have been a, a telltale sign to me. But I just, I didn't get it. That it's, hap it's not happened before. Basically, the key, you know, that tighten your string, there's something wrong with it. So, my guess is it's more than likely going to have to be changed. That's my guess. Anywho. <coughs> so, today, I'll be going in about two hours. Well, a little bit less. I'll be walking to town to Bill get an appointment. <laughs> oh good. All those stuff. I mean she really a network bee. 
and then uh, we'll see. It's pretty. It's, I mean, if the guy works on guitar, that should be the kind of parts you would have on hand. It is so standard. Those kind of things, you know. Next to a string, that would be the next uh, one of the next most common things. Even though, you know, I don't remember how many years I had my guitar. I never had anything uh, fixed on it. It was really nice. But it was, you know, it was a more expensive guitar, so this one is more simple uh, in terms of the gear. What I had was, uh, it was not, yeah, it was a very nice guitar with a plug-in option, you know, meaning to an amp. You could plug it in and kind of an acoustic electric guitar. But anywho, so, yeah, kind of a little excited about that, you know, about uh, the idea of having the guitar. That sounds nice. If the guy can fix it, you know, if it is just what I think it is. So we'll see. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, I'm debating now. Well, no, that's fine. I'm going to keep doing this one. That's fine. So yesterday, yesterday was Tuesday. was kind of a quiet day, actually. I had a very good running, feeling good, feeling light on the body. Um... And then kind of uh, had a chill kind of afternoon. Uh, Pila went to spend time with a boy. We went to a place with a dog, enjoy a walk, and then I prepped some things to do the to do the spinach dish. And I kind of know by doing that. Well, I guess I could talk about that. Yeah, the, the chickpea spinach dish. So here's how they do it in the south. So you can basically get some uh, frozen spinach and then kind of boil it, you know, and then you get to choose how long you boil it for, but it doesn't take much. And then you fry some bread and then you fry some garlic with the skin on. That way it does not harden the skin, so when you peel it off, it's easy to mash. And then once you fry it and dry, drain those, then you put the bread with the garlic with some water just enough to make a mush out of it and then with a blender you just blend that like an immersion blender works very well and then then you put a little bit of oil and then some sweet paprika of course it's pimenton dulce in spain it's a little different flavor but it would work and then she also put some uh, bouillon cube so you know some uh, flavored bouillon into the garlic and then the bread to blend it in so you get that salty kind of flavor. And of course, you know, if you get a vegetable or whatever kind of broth you get, you're going to get that flavor too. And then that's pretty much it. And then with, uh, with the oil where you fry the pimenton or the sweet paprika, you do that pretty quickly because if not, you're going to burn it. So just enough to kind of bring the flavor out. And then you put the, the spinach, which have been drained, but they'll still be wet. And then you cook that a little bit, kind of get some of that water to evaporate. And then you just uh, add cooked chickpeas to it. And uh, that's your dish. And I kind of like it. Um, I'm not sure. I guess I will be doing it much because I do. I guess I, I have a prejudice. I'm prejudiced against frying stuff. I really have become. And it's something that I just uh, don't go too close to, personally. I don't mind using, you know, oil, like in salad. But the idea of frying, to me, that is problematic. 
you know, kind of like, uh, you know, sausages, like uh, daily meat, you know. And I have been off of that for a little bit now. You know, we shall see what comes of it because I'm, again, I'm not, I'm not at war against it. So I don't want to play, I don't want to play that hand that way, meaning the weird uh, paradox or contradiction about one of the worst things, you know, for your health, as in, you know, nitrate-loaded meat, you know, and the connection with colorectal cancer on the kind of international level. So it's kind of, it's pretty well established. And I have no problem with that. But somehow, I have found myself, you know, going back to that for quite a while and really enjoying it. I mean, really, really enjoying it. And, uh, and I think when I want to, when I say I don't want to play my hand that way, you know, when that skin is dry, I'll come off. So the idea, you know, the idea that maybe the most efficient way to be dealing with something which might not be as useful, you know, it doesn't serve you as well anymore. So you're kind of aware that mm, this is turning out to be an obsolete tool. You know, I don't really need it anymore. So the idea behind that is then how do I retire it? Then how do I, shall we say, holistically approach that experience? And to me, you know, the idea of non-violence, non-aggression, you know, the kind of that feast clothes. That's, that's always the image that I have when I think of such a thing. The feast closed. And uh, I don't want that. So, you know, that's kind of leaving me with uh, being on a gentle side. You know, the idea of not yielding, yielding, but not resisting. To be able to find a different way to hold my brand than with that anger, than with that self-righteousness, judgment, with that force, without the use of that kind of power. And I, in a way, I'm kind of doomed to believe that there is such a thing because it doesn't make sense to me. Anger, which is kind of funny, you know, reading the dialogues on uh, Seneca, this is kind of what is into. Right now, he's, going to, he's spending quite a bit of time in it. The chapter is quite long. And he's talking about it, and of course he's kind of classifying it, categorizing it. I mean, obviously what philosophers do, and I kind of get lost, you know, because he really extrapolates, he really gets, makes a lot of points, and I can read, you know, each of those segments and being able to get something out of it, but being able to stay with all of that to that overarching idea, that's, that's a little challenging to me. But I'm surprised that I am actually really enjoying and following it to a better extent than I have before. You know, I am aware of my short attention span for most things. You know, that is just not my best way to learn. But anywho, we're talking about anger, so let's go back on track. I think that digression was relevant. And so, you know, uh, me realizing more and more and more that anger is, though easy, useful, you know, Comfortable is not something that I want to keep using. So, you know, which often means being quiet, because then it's like, then, but what do I do? I don't know what to do. If I don't do that, if I don't respond to that situation in that way, 
I don't have a response. And then I'm like, but that's okay. That's still better. The non-response, feeling awkward, you know, feeling dumb or whatever, that, that's okay. It's not really a big deal. It's more of a big deal when you do deal with it that way in a way in which you don't believe, you know. Am I saying it right? In a way in which, no. In a way which is not, you know, aligned with my value, which is not congruent. Here we go. And so, so I'm kind of exploring, I'm kind of playing with that. I'm trying through awareness, you know, mean, meaning trying to be present with what's going on. You know, instead of being too much in terms of my, uh, you know, the mind, what I'm thinking, what makes sense, to just allow the moment to unfold itself and then see if I may, if I may have something to contribute. If not then to just be still and to be with it as a witness, you know, to be able to stay with it, to stay with the discomfort, to have the, to sense the expectation, you know, from the other side, from the world, you know, sometimes that pressure that, oh, I should be saying something, you know, something is expected of me and being like, that's okay, it can wait until I'm ready to respond in a way that feels genuine and authentic to me. So, so why was I even talking about anger in that? Oh, because I was talking about the four, the, the, the daily meat and that stuff. So, yeah, I want to make sure that, you know, when I'm saying no to it, there is no anger with it. You know, there is no self-righteousness. There is no control self-righteousness. Kind of same with the candy. You know, I haven't... Uh, um, I walk by the aisle, I look at them, and you know, it's like since early September, so it's going to be about two months now. By, uh, yeah, by, ne by next week, it'll be two months since I first bought candy, and there is no, like, point, like, oh, I want some, but I, I shouldn't. I don't want the should. Here we go. That's it. I don't want the should, and I don't want the shouldn't either. You know, I must, I have, I should, I mustn't. Uh, I have, well, I guess I haven't, so that doesn't work the same way in English. But yeah, shouldn't, uh, mustn't, I don't want those. So I want it to be a peaceful transition. That's very important to me, more and more important. This idea of peace and not so much that, uh, you know, when uh, when I'll be there, things will be better. So the end, the, the means justify the end, or the end justify the means, sorry. But uh, no, that the means and the ends are important. So to kind of value all of it, you know, that balance, anywho. So that's for that. And then uh, I'll find this comedian, uh, differently different. He's kind of a nerd comedian. He uses PowerPoints. But anyway, I find him funny, he makes some interesting points, using diagram and, oh, of course, you know. Anyway, very, very funny. I forgot the name of the guy, but uh, kind of enjoyed that. Of course, that's an algorithm on uh, YouTube, right? Because I watch so many stand-up comedians, and mostly pretty much Americans. I've tried the French one, the disappointing the English, the British one, I kind of find it disappointing too, beside uh, uh, Jimmy Carr, the rest, what they're talking about, 
I don't know. And maybe it's because, obviously, I was in the U.S. Maybe if you'd been living in Great Britain, they would be different. But uh, I don't know. But regardless, I really enjoy the uh, few of those uh, American stand-up. Anywho. And uh, so, yeah, kind of a lot of chill time, you know, really getting a different sense. There's a couple of things that I said, you know, I will uh, more than likely within the next uh, within the next couple of weeks, I'm going to bring them up. I just want to give a little more time here uh, before I bring them up. But uh, and this is not a new insight, but I'm um, I'm kind of curious. I'm kind of allowing that stuff also to that experiment to take its place and. Uh, there's a connection that I think that I, I played with before, and uh, but for whatever reason it feels like I'm, I want to wait. I want to wait a little more before getting into it. Uh, either way, you know whether it's whether it turns out to be something sustainable or not. Uh, that, that's something that, in a weird way, is kind of addressing or bringing to the limelight a couple of uh, strong points in my life, strong things which have affected and influenced me for a long, long time. So, you know, this game of sex self-exploration that I seem to be invested in, you know, for the last few years, and that in itself, in and of itself, is really strange, you know, that I've been living this kind of nomadic, vagabond lifestyle, you know, kind of going wherever, and... uh now it's kind of to the pl- to the point where it just feels so natural. It, it, it feels like that's that's who I am, though it's not. But it feels very natural and very comfortable. Though you know it's very solitary. I mean there is, yeah. So there is, and at times of course lonely. And um, I guess each time I'm using the word lonely, somehow I want to put that into context because. Yes, sometimes being on my own, of course, I feel lonely. And I feel, you know, the weight of that. But at the same time, uh, it is nothing compared to, uh, it is nothing compared to feeling lonely with somebody else, which I felt too. And that is excruciating. I love the word, excruciating. So, not the same. But I do, you know, and of course now, this is we are November, November 2nd, right? And uh, we are heading toward that time, you know, toward my hib- hibernation. Who knows what will come out of it? Uh, because I'm definitely learning that what I thought I was, what I thought my modus operandum was, is actually not necessarily true, that things really can change. So I know what I am more than likely predisposed to be, but who knows? Who knows what will actually happen, you know? But, I mean, it is quite clear, like even, like here, when I'm around here, I make no effort, you know, to to connect or to do things with people. You know, there could be, there's things going on all around here. I could find, you know, things for meditation or God knows what. 
But we have a couple of potential things in my life, you know, for the near future. So we are more than actually about done with my uh, my bio, yeah, as a lifestyle coach, basically, uh, with a strong emphasis on nutrition, and then uh, possibly, you know, caring for uh, Pilar's mother on the weekend. So that would, uh, well, one would definitely be more likely guaranteed to obviously be more social, because it's more likely, unless it doesn't work, you know, unless the chemistry is not right, but if it is, then uh, I would be more likely taking care of her. Pilar's mother. Anywho. 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 Well, well, well. Is there anything else, folks, that I would like to, to share this morning? So, yeah, it's still crazy weather here, you know, in the upper 20s. So, I'm already. Uh, bare chested, I just wear my shorts here. It's a different routine because I normally have a run and uh, I'm actually going down the hill on this bad boy and I will be going uphill and doing a different kind of a loop today. But it's all good. And I also started, I actually downloaded uh, the app, uh, it's one of two, basically uh, track my, uh, my progress in terms of speed and uh, distance and time was three points basically as if I'm going to be serious about doing that half marathon then I'm going to be looking at uh, you know going to going between half an hour and an hour of an average and then more than a thing working my way up to about an hour and a half until that half marathon if the asphalt I mean that's actually really it because I really don't see, I mean, wow, I have done so many half marathons that I know it's not going to be a big deal. Because when I was training for my marathons, that's, uh, I was doing them weekly. And they were, they were relatively easy once you're in shape. Once you have your rhythm, you know, you're conditioning yourself well, then you nicely go to that place. Anyhow, anyhow. So let's see what today's run. I'm gonna make a potato shrimp uh, salad when I come back, and uh, yeah, because we have some of that roasted garlic left, so that's gonna be nice to mash that into the into the salad. Actually, that just made me think. You know, to do roasted garlic is kind of nice, but I realize, you know, if you put a medium heat on your oil and then you get your garlic in there. It's way more energy efficient than the amount of time the oven would have to be on to do it. Because I do love to spread kind of like roasted garlic, you know, on uh, on bread. That's wonderful. But that would be the same with uh, that would be the same with the fried garlic. If you fry it, I think at low enough temperature, then the then the meat of the garlic should be nice and soft. Anyhow, so folks, um, is there anything else that I would like to share with you? Um, yeah, I think that's enough for now. I think that's enough for now. 
I don't want to put my foot in my mouth again. Anyhow, we wish you a beautiful day and then we'll talk to you soon. Ciao, ciao again. Have a beautiful day. Thank you.